back to a new episode of a show I love. Hopefully you love it too. Words from Blurs. I am JT and through the interwebs is my co-host uh, Adu. What up, How are you doing, up? buddy? I'm doing good. Yeah. As best oh. as as best as uh someone can be in these uh quote unquote uncertain times. Because. I've heard the phrase uncertain. T- hey, have you seen like those um those million like commercials that just stay saying in these uncertain times, you know, no, us, us at generic that. company, you know, we're we're here to bring you guys to get like every single commercial says in these uncertain times. No, I have not seen that, nor do I want to. Oh, man. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Okay, this is some fresh hot news. This first topic just came off the presses straight from Variety, and it is, as reported by Variety, I'm sorry, Ooh, Vanity, Vanity Fair. Fair. Yeah, I was about Vanity to say. Vanity Fair. Ben Affleck will be returning to the DCEU at least one more time, okay, in a long-awaited movie. The Flash, set to release sometime in 2022, might be pushed back um, because of COVID. Who knows? Maybe not. On this news, director Andy Muschietti, who I know you you would have butchered his name, um, he said he's a very substantial part of the emotional impact of the movie. The interaction and relationship between Barry and Affleck's Wayne will bring an emotional level that we haven't seen before. It's Barry's movie. It's Barry's story, but their emotion, but their characters are more related than we think. Talking about Batman and the Flash, they both lost their mothers to murder, and that's one of the emotional vessels of the movie. That's where the Ben Affleck kicks in. Ah, and also there was um, all. There's still um, reporting that Michael Keaton will still be in the movie somehow or some way. So. Um, has, wow. it been, has it been confirmed that Keaton's playing a version of Batman or no, just I said they're still in reporting it? they're still reporting so, so for now he's just we just know he's in the movie it's just yeah we're just know okay. he's in the he's in the, he's in the talks go ahead what do you have to say first to do uh first I would like to say that uh, I can't believe this is actually happening it's kind of the similar feeling I was getting when um the trailer for Joker came out, you know, remember early on when the news was coming about a, a, a movie, like a serious Joker, I'm like, that's not going to happen. And then it happened. And I was like, Oh, but Ben Affleck, I, I think he's probably going to chill on the whole Batman thing for a while. He seems like he just wants to, you know, and now he's back. So again, just things happening that I didn't think was going to happen. So, Hey, you know, miracles never cease, I guess. Yeah. I'm, ha- I'm happy to see it. Cause I, I, oh I, my God! I oh genuinely, my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm sure you are. I, I genuinely, I enjoy Ben Affleck's Batman. First of all, kudos to whoever was able to fucking reel him back in for this Flash movie. Because as far as we know, fucking Ben Affleck's contract was done. He was up after Justice League. He They let him go. So for Andy Muschietti and whatever pull the directors and the producers had to get Ben Affleck back, God bless you. And you might be getting uh, Michael Keaton in there as well. Oh my God! And um, uh, Umberto Gonzalez, who is um, a scooper, a movie scooper, he does a lot of news and stuff. He said that, um, according to his sources, Ben Affleck will kind of be the first Batman. Like he'll be in the beginning of the movie, 
Uh. But then as Barry kind of fucks up the timeline, which will be much more related to the Flashpoint um, storyline, we'll see Michael Keaton's at, uh, later in the film. Which, so it, which might segue into them kind of rebooting with Robert Pattinson's Batman or soft rebooting with Robert Pattinson's Batman. I don't know. I mean, Robert Pattinson's Batman may somehow end up in the new continuity once Flashpoint resets in that movie. But, oh my gosh. Fucking Ben Ab- we won't. We, we don't know if we'll see him in the suit. I'm assuming if it's like Flashpoint, it might be in the beginning where... Barry's just talking to Bruce about his life, about his mom, and they they go back and forth about their similar experiences with death, and and then Barry like thinks about it and he like he wants to go back in time. I'm assuming that's kind of that will be generally what we see of Affleck in that movie, and maybe at the end, because at the end of Flashpoint, of course, spoiler alert, um, Flash resets the timeline somewhat. And he hands Bruce, um, his Bruce, a note from his father. So, um, wow. Um, I don't know if Ben Affleck will be in kind of a beginning and a small cameo at the end or what, but oh my gosh. This, I mean, I'm not saying this is true. I'm not saying, but anything's possible at this point. We don't know what the hell they've got for us at Fandome. I mean, we know... What they say they've got for us, we don't know what they really, you know, what secrets and surprises they have, you know? Mm, for sure. And that, that comes up soon, but... I, I kind of, I, I don't know, I kind of have an odd feeling about the Flash if they are indeed doing a Flashpoint. Because, like, I feel like a big event like Flashpoint Yes, isn't... That, that I feel like that would culminate a trilogy. Yeah, like, imagine if uh, Avengers Infinity War was, like, the, the first movie. Avengers not, movie, not even the, yeah, not even the first, like the 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 the, the like f- fifth movie in the entire MCU. Not even just you know, it'd be like it wouldn't have the same emotional impact. Right, right, right. We well, we we basically just got introduced to this version of Barry Allen. Uh, what three years ago now? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, and we barely know him at that. So it's like. You're, 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 it's almost like DC is counting on people being already familiar with these characters to carry the emotional weight. And I honestly, I feel like that's kind of cheating. I, well, I, I feel like that's, I don't think that's cheating. I think that that's probably, um, I would say that's putting too many eggs in one basket. You know, I would say that's assuming that fa- that fans know that storyline and that they will like gravitate towards it. Cause again, you and I know the storyline, mm-hmm. but casual movie fans, they won't. They won't know that storyline, and I'm sure. And we we don't we don't know if it's going to be called Flashpoint or not. We don't know if that'll be like a marketing strategy. But I do think that if they're banking on that big of an event for the Flash, I think that that's. I think they're maybe shooting a little too 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 early. Um with flashpoint i i mean i i'm intrigued as hell to see what they do of course you and i are probably gonna see it in the theater at some point if oh, theaters well, open 100 20 yeah 2022 right hopefully yeah you know, you know so, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully. yeah but um jesus christ i i think i think it's a big it's a big leap 
for a character's first movie. That's like you said, that's such an event. Yeah, it's it's Flash's first solo movie. At that. Yeah. We got we got to know the character first. We got to we got to do some development and some connecting to the characters. Cuz fuck, we don't we don't in that world, we don't we haven't seen Iris for real. We haven't seen his, that that version of Joe. Um casual fans who watch the flash show they'll know who those characters are but for people who are just getting into the flash through that movie it's gonna be it would be hard i would say to have an emotional attachment or connection to characters you haven't at least seen for a couple of movies like why why should they care about barry allen's mom when this is the first or even hearing about her why? I mean, I mean, at that point, but in that regard, you you would sympathize with anybody whose mom was murdered. You know? Hey, I mean, yeah, but it's like that, that part is not the part that I'm that I think people will be sold on. I'm just saying that I think people they don't know the Flash that well. They don't know the Flashpoint storyline, although it's one of, one of his best, probably his top tier storyline. They mm-hmm. people don't know it that well, so for them to bank on that idea and that storyline. Uh, such a monumental one at best. Can you think of any other Flash story that's as humongous or has had such an impact on the DC continuity in the comics? Can you think? Can you can't think of say, nah, can't say. I, I don't. So to so to start like that from the gate, they they better have a hell of a plan. I mean, they better have a hell of a trilogy of movies or whatever lined up for the character to start that strong. Well, to you know, to to partially quote a very uh, very popular DC character, does it look like they have a plan? I mean, we we've seen the DCEU, you know, the way it's been going for a while now. They and it's you know sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But they don't really plan as well as Marvel. Uh, I, I should well, say the Marvel and, Cinematic and, and Universe I think, does. And I think that that is part of their plan. To be honest, I think part of their plan is going in the opposite direction of Marvel. And I would, and I, I understand wanting to leave their own imprint or follow their own blueprint, should I say? But I do think that there is something to be learned. You can, you can tweak it, you know, to fit your characters and your movies and whatever multiverse approach that they may be going for. But I definitely think that some planning. And some coordination. I know. I know they want it to be director friendly and the division of the directors and all that stuff. But if you're going to establish at least a base continuity for your movies, which I think probably started with Man of Man of Steel, which I know you don't like, but it started there. Oh no, I hate. A, I hate. Okay. Just all right. Me. We get it. We get it. Get dick. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm saying the base continuity starts started there. I think they really need to kind of restructure. Yes, some movies like The Joker is it's it's in its own continuity, but a movie like Aquaman didn't necessarily feel tied to the other movies like Justice League, like Flash. I mean, although they mentioned it briefly, um, Steppenwolf, they acted like it was kind of his first time you you know doing what he does. Like he hadn't even really saved the world before, so I think there needs to be at least a base continuity, and then you can kind of branch off in your own multiverse movies or whatever. But at least establish a core 
movies that audiences can get familiar with. Agreed. Because, you know, the whole point of a, of a Flashpoint is cause to completely change the status quo. And there's barely a status quo as, as is, you know. Yeah, and by the time that their status quo is talked about, I mean, it's changed. What will have? I mean, so what have we had that's kind of been in the new, in the new DC? Because DC has changed management, and it's still changing um, in the executive and the corporate. Oh, there was a, there was a whole lot of employee changing this week. Anyway, uh, we're not going to get into that, that. But we're not yeah. going to get into that. But uh, um, damn, what was I saying? Oh yes, the continuity kind of it kind of started having some kind of fingerprint on it. I would say probably starting with Aquaman and then kind of up to now. There's a there's a, a loose continuity, but you feel like it shit could change any any fucking day now. But I would say it starts with Aquaman, then Shazam, Birds of Prey, Fuck Justice League. That's kind of it right now. We're we're waiting on Suicide Squad is supposed to be in that same universe, the Suicide Squad. We got One Woman eighty four coming out. We got mm-hmm. Shazam. Then we got Black Black Adam. Black Adam. Some people are waiting on the uh, the Snyder Cut. That's still coming, but yeah, people are waiting on that too. But that I consider that out of continuity at this point. That's, yeah, that's it. That's its own separate thing, just to course correct a few wrongs. But it's it's. I don't see Snyder coming back to helm any more DC films. Oh, is that what it's going to do? Okay. I mean, shit. I mean, I don't think you could get much worse than... <laughs> you say that now? ...than the Whedon cut. But Just wait. Can you, Just can you wait. be optimistic for one moment? God dang, this is a great I'm day. realistic. This is a, I'm optimistic. This is I'm a great day realistic. for DC Universe. You're not going to tarnish it with it your is. bullshit. I just wanted to do better, you know? Well, oh, fuck, maybe it will be. If you give it a chance, I know you don't like Zack Snyder, but give it a chance, maybe. Uh, can we both agree that I, what Joss like Whedon did was some ass? Uh, no, I actually thought Whedon's parts was the best part of the movie. Okay, no one else agrees with you. Anyway, I forget who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, what's, what's the next piece of news? Uh, well, just sticking with the Batman you know, vibe that we got going on. The Batman, that film starring uh, Robert Pattinson, the new Batman film, has released a new logo. And, uh, uh, you know, I fucks with it. You know, got the red and black going on. Got that Batman Beyond vibe thing going with it. I don't know if that's what they're purposefully uh, going for. I don't think it's purposefully. I I just think they're going for like a really hard goth. um, Yeah. I fucks with it, though. I like it. I I like, I, I think Batman is his best when he's very goth. Except maybe batman returns that was that was some weird that was not god that was just i don't know but i think goth is definitely batman's alley the red and the black color scheme i i, I also flex with it as well it was in the in the original um image they showed us of uh of robert pattinson in the bat suit so um they're keeping that going with um this poster and this logo i like the the font it's, it screams like 70s uh, mystery movie. Mm, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you yeah, mean. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the bat symbol itself, I was really hoping for something else, to be honest. Well, you, you like uh, the, the bigger bat logos? like uh, bat Not necessarily or? the bigger. I mean, the bigger bat logos are okay. 
but I don't. That shit's that's a batarang, bro. Batarangs are are often are similar, but often different than the actual logo, bat symbol, and. This is basically just the batarang on his chest with some fugly ass ears. In my opinion. Kinda, yeah, yeah. I don't I like that. the ears. Ears ears on a bat symbol are the, key to me. And you don't like You don't like the ears on the logo? What's no. wrong with the ears? What? What's wrong with the ears? I don't know. They're kind of angular and round at the same time. I don't like it. It's oh, you can barely it's it's kind of lazy. Damn, not lazy. That's what I said, and I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. You know, I kind of I just noticed uh, the wings are actually kind of detailed too. Yeah, they're 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 very angular. But ah, uh, yeah, the, the the logo's cool. I just you know I hope the movie's good as well. Do uh, when does the film come out again? The film come is supposed to come out uh, October of next year. Oh, good luck on that. I mean, you never know. But, um, I mean, I'll be going to the movies next week, so. Mm, good luck. New Mutants, baby! Whew, I'll be waiting on that. So what we got next? All right. Um, we got some bad news this week. I wouldn't say it's bad. I would just say, eh. But we got some bad news this week as well. Unfortunately, Michael DiMartino and... DiMartino and Brian Chinesco, the Both original creators. What? Both names I would have fucked up. Definitely. Leave that to me. Um, the original creators of Avatar The Last Airbender, as well as The Legend of Korra, eh, had decided to exit the live action adaptation of the beloved series being created by Netflix. Yeah, uh, this this hit me hard. You know, a lot of people in the in the Avatar fandom. Well, 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 okay. Well, see, you're the first person I've seen to be like, eh. So wh- why why do you feel like this isn't that big of a deal? I don't think it's that big of a deal because of Netflix's track record. Not with their movies, but their show adaptations have been, I mean, they've been pretty damn good. They've been pretty damn good. And they, they I mean, give or take a fucking Iron Fist, which that was something else entirely mm. but their their track record in terms of their series is is pretty damn good and um from what i understand and from what i read amongst all the scoopers and everything um that we follow it seems as though um netflix wants to make this a truly faithful adaptation which is kind of jarring just a little bit because when I say faithful, I mean they want to do it damn near scene for scene, just live action. And I understand that Brian... I mean, at that point, you might as well just watch the cartoon. Yeah, basically. And I understand that Michael DiMartino and um, Brian Knetzko, they clearly wanted to move it forward, but... So you you suspect that's what it was because I think part of the yeah, part of the reason why people were so upset. Oh yeah, that's it. Part of the reason why people were so upset is because we've already been burned once before with the movie. Absolutely, and, and that's understandably so. I mean, I get that, but also at the same time, fucking what's his name? M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. His track record was already dodgy before he even started doing that movie. Fair point. <laughs> Fair, Fair point. point yeah. um, Netflix, on the other hand, 
they take very almost they take pretty damn good. I can't think of anybody who has such diverse amount of television shows that are of such a higher caliber besides HBO than Netflix. Mm. And well, uh, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. And so I mean, I I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day, Netflix knows what was wrong with that movie, with the M Night Shyamalan movie. They know without a doubt what's wrong with that movie because they can see based on the movie, which was on Netflix, as well as the show. The show was at number one, or at least in the top five for months, and I believe it still is. And I think even Cora right now is either at number one or number two. I don't know about that. It is. It is. I saw it. You don't like Cora? No, that's not top. Wow. Oh, all right, all right. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit of both of their uh, statements. I'm not gonna read everything because they're kind of long. Not, yeah, neither to, of them yeah. really pointed blame to as to what was yeah. the cause. But... Uh, this one is from Brian. What's his last name? Are you Are you want to read them right now? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, what's his last name? D Martino. D Martino. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kanetsko. No, yeah, Kanetsko. Brian Kanetsko. Michael DiMartino and I recently chose to leave Netflix's live-action adaptation of Avatar The Last Airbender, the series he and I created together in 2002. We will have no involvement in the project moving forward. Uh, when Netflix brought me on board to run this series long Mike two years ago, they made a very public promise to support our vision. Unfortunately, there was no follow-through on that promise. Though I got to work with some great individuals, both on Netflix's side and our own small development team, the general handling of the project created what I felt was a negative and unsupportive environment. Uh, to be clear, this was not a simple matter of us not getting our way. Mike and I are collaborative, collaborative people. We did not need all of the ideas to come from us as long as we felt those ideas were in line with the spirit and integrity of Avatar. We would have happily embraced them. However, we came to the belief that we would not be able to meaning, meaningfully guide the direction of the series. Uh, and he was disappointed by how things turned out. Uh, a lot of stuff about how everyone who he worked with on the show was great, and you know, and uh, as far as uh, Mike, Michael D, D Mar- is he Michael D Martino? Yeah, Michael D Martino's statement. Much longer. Uh, yeah, I, and again, not gonna read the whole thing. Just you know, the most important bits. Uh, things happen. Productions are challenging. Unforeseen events arise, plans have to change, and when those things have happened at other points during my career, I try to be like an air nomad and adapt. I do my best to go with the flow no matter what obstacles put in my way, but even an air nomad knows when it's time to cut their losses and move on. Uh, I started to reevaluate what is truly important in my life, and I wanted to do what's left of it. Took advice from Uncle Iroh, looked inward, and began asking myself, who are you and what do you want? He sought wisdom on it. Uh, Who knows? Netflix's live-action adaptation of Avatar has the potential to be good. It might turn out to be a show that many of you end up enjoying. But what I can be certain is that whatever version ends up on screen, it will not be what Brian and I had envisioned or intended to make. I also want to be clear that this doesn't mean the end of my involvement in the Avatar universe. These stories and characters are important to me, and the renewed interest and excitement in in Avatar and Korra has been inspiring to see. So, and again, if you guys want to read the whole, full, both of their statements, they're, uh, you can find them online. So, yeah, basically, it just seems to, that it, it came down to uh, creative differences. As it always does. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, it could, you know what, I, I think I might wait a little, see, up until now, it was going to be, as soon as I see the, the thumbnail on Netflix, click, 
for now, I might wait and hold back to to gauge uh, public responses before I give it a shot. Just because I really fuck with Avatar so much, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I might hold off a little bit until I see some responses. And if people say, you know, oh no, it's, it's good, you know, it's good, and then and also, I might, you know, check it out. I, I do have a counter argument as as well, though. To, to what? To, to needing to needing them to be on the uh, project. Mm-hmm. One, they definitely were producers, even though they say they weren't they weren't hands on on the M Night Shyamalan movie. Two. These guys work in animation. Let's be clear. These guys who are the creators of the show work exclusively in animation. They have not worked in live action form. So I I don't necessarily think that having had them or not having them is a bad thing because their talents were... In animation, can can you imagine them using some of that same dialogue, like almost all the exact same dialogue from the show, in the the live action adaptation? It would. Well, to be fair, we don't know if that's what they want to do. But you're right; not everything that's animated translates well to live action. It doesn't. And if Netflix knows anything about anything, it's their live action series. If they notice anything that they put their real money into, it is their series. Yeah. Uh, well, well, again, as far as the shows, uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about a we're gonna be talking about a movie a little later on. But yeah, when we get to that. But yeah, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of times when it comes to having the uh, the creators of something that's been so beloved for such a long time. It's it's almost like a, a a sign of reassurance that you're like oh okay these guys made this thing that I love this other thing that I also love and they're also behind this new thing that's an adaptation of this old thing so I'm, I'm sure you know it's got their stamp of approval on it so I'm sure it's gonna be good. That being said, that doesn't always work out. You know, right. I was about to say, uh, Termin- always- Terminator Terminator Genesis for example. Oh, and the most recent Terminator movie as well. Yeah. Oh wait, did he put a stamp on that too? Yes. Ah, oh, damn, bro. He yeah. actually, he actually had gotten the rights back after oh. Genesis to do that movie. For real? Come on, James Cameron. Come on, man. Ah. Oh. So all I'm saying now is that the the original creation and the original creator, mm-hmm. they can be exclusively well together. That's not a problem. Yeah. But when it ter- and it comes to the creation switching formats in terms of media, not, I mean, having the opinion and the the say so of the creator is not always the best idea. Sometimes yeah. they they were best in their original um, working with in the original format they had. And they should pass it off to someone who is experienced in the newer format. True. Facts. And I mean, you know, worst case scenario, the adaptation is bad. All right, fine. But you also, still got the you cartoon. still got the original Avatar series. Exactly. You still got the cartoon. Also right there on Netflix. So you can just click on right over to the next uh, little little preview box and, you know, watch that. And, and hey, if the series is bad, it's bad. You know, but like like we're saying here... You still have the original to look at to correct that sour taste in your mouth if it is indeed bad. And 
the original could again can still always be better. The original, nothing truly tops the original because that concept is is unique when it's that original show. Mm. So nothing can truly ruin it if you if you uh, if you don't allow it. Exactly. And uh, so moving on, we are about to talk about uh, an event that's been kind of cre- creating a buzz among the uh, the DC fandom. Uh, called DC Fan Dome. Uh, now I, I've been I haven't been keeping too many tabs on DC Fan Dome. I know uh, my co-host here has. So for the listeners who don't know what that is, why don't you explain to them what it is, JP? Okay, great. Um, the DC Fan Dome is DC's very own virtual Comic Con, so to speak. DC normally has panels and such at um, New York Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con, but clearly due to coronavirus and the COVID pandemics across our country and across the world, um, they've chosen instead to have all their big talent in terms of movies, games, television, comic books. They've had all their big talent um, kind of pre-record their own panels and their own reveals. for the mass audience it's it's dc's dc specific it's a dc specific comic con that takes place i believe from um 10 in the morning to about maybe eight in the evening and there will be things discussed such as movies tv comic books and um a whole and video games and there will be reveals, um, things that in the movies we don't know. Castings will probably be revealed. We'll get some trailers. We'll get some, um, maybe even movie reveals. As they might announce a movie, they might announce a new show, and they might clearly um, they're going to announce some video games. But that is DC Fandom in a in a nutshell. Mm. So it's so it, it's gonna be like uh they already put the schedule out and everything right they they put what the the itinerary yeah, oh, yeah. okay and it happens Saturday it happens this Saturday the twenty second eight twenty two twenty twenty mm. okay and so they're gonna be just so yeah so basically just DC Comic Con you know Comic Con just strictly about DC stuff and everything coming up soon and I'm I'm interested in that i'm not gonna lie in recent years i just my my excitement for dc stuff has been so stymied you know i and i don't want it to be that way because as a kid dc was my shit like i honestly i like dc a little bit more than marvel you know but these days it's just i don't know what it is it's almost like my excitement for dc stuff just eh you know, I'm I'm hoping DC fandom can change that. However, mm-hmm. well, I'm just gonna speak from my personal experience since I've been to, I was at the two most recent uh, San Diego Comic Cons, and if I'm being quite honest, DC killed both of them. DC was the talk of the town for both of them. Marvel last year showed out; they showed up with Black Widow. Basically, and uh, the Eternals announcement and Blade being announced. That was it. 
I mean, those are good things to know. Absolutely excited about those things. Mm-hmm. But DC came with like Marvel just had like a regular ass panel, but fucking DC, like this was uh, this was post Aquaman, man. Even the Aquaman one, when I first went, it was like it was such a spectacle they had, like all the graphics. It was, it was, it was, it. They killed it. They killed it. And so, I'm, as far as like the uh, the presentation of what they were the doing, the presentation, the content itself, the 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 announcements. Yeah, they were they were they were great. And I'm hoping that DC or um, at least. Um, the film division and the uh yeah at least the film division i hope they bring that same ingenuity and creativity and energy to whatever it is they're doing uh at fandom and honestly it's the perfect time to strike right now because at we've had a year without any new uh mcu stuff so if ever there was a time for dc to come and swoop in and be like you know it's now yeah give the people what they need when they don't know they want it has there there's like they've got stuff like they haven't talked about yet, right? That they're going to talk about uh, fandom, or have they just announced everything? So, yeah, they've announced they. I mean, they have they've announced what the panels are, but um, there's at least one mystery movie being revealed. Um, they're going to talk about. I'm pretty sure they're going to talk about the black, uh, not the black, but Black Adams um, cast. <laughs> the black. Yeah, I was going to say the black Adam. <laughs> But I was like, I stopped at black. I don't. I shouldn't have done that. Anyway, um, they're going to reveal probably the the cast for Black Adam, um, Flash, and the the storyline that will take place in that movie. They're probably going to reveal the first trailer, or at least a clip or some some images of um, the Batman. I would. Re- I'm very curious to see um, what Colin Farrell looks like as the penguin and zoe saldana not zoe saldana zoe kravitz as catwoman i'm most you, excited to see them i bet i bet colin farrell is probably gonna look like uh the penguin from the telltale game i don't know because yeah, i've seen i've seen some images or at least blurry images and his hair was white he looked that could like still work with that same looked, aesthetic. He looked from a distance. He looked like Grindelwald in. in oh, oh no! That's but I, but I, I won't say it's a bad thing. I I I mean, Did you, you know, see Grindelwald? They might be going for kind of an Anderson Cooper gangster look. I don't know. And but, probably probably some more uh, original content for HBO Max as well. Yeah, they're definitely going to announce that. I mean, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but when HBO announced. Uh, or DC announced something about fandom. Um, HBO Max tweeted and cue the wild Green Lantern speculation. Hmm. And as we He's know, the, Green, yeah, the official account tweeted that out. Yeah, the official account tweeted that out. And as we know, um, HBO Max is getting a Green Lantern series by Jeff Johns at some point. So, I mean, I'm okay. sure okay. that's what we're talking about. Green Lantern, because Green Lantern deserves better than that movie. That movie, which, by the way, I don't think is as bad as everyone says it is, but it's also not great. It's, it's not it's, very it's good. A, it's a bad movie. You can say it's a bad movie. I would say it's, you no can say it's movie. not as bad, but it's, would, it's a bad movie. I would say it's okay. No. I would say it's eh. I, would, I feel like bad's harsh. 
I didn't Honestly. say it was dog shit. It's but it's it's not a good movie. Okay. The, op- the opposite yeah, of a good fair. movie. That's is fair. That's fair. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, I'm hoping and I'm praying on this. I'm praying that they reveal or announce that Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Because that would be great. I love Henry Cavill. Love to see a Shazam sequel. Oh, yeah. They're definitely going to talk about Shazam. Shazam 2. I'm pretty sure that... I don't know if there's any casting, if there's any casting to be had, but maybe there is because the movie was supposed to was supposed to start filming, I think, this year. I mean, honestly, the whole filming schedule thing, who knows? You know. Yeah, but I mean, but but studios are are figuring out a way to 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 get shit up and running again somehow, some way. So, at some point, that movie might end up still filming this year, or at oh. least at the or at the latest, early next year, like first quarter next year. Hopefully, uh, Justice League Dark. Um, that was. I mean, I don't know if you remember we talked about that being HBO is making that a series. Remember. Right, right, right. J.J. Abrams is producing that series. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. And uh, you know what's 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 new in the uh the DCCW verse? You know what's what are they going to do with that? I've actually started to not give a shit. I don't. Wow. So you're 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 those people who are like after Endgame, they're like, eh. You 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 started you like those people when it comes to DCCW. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Crisis. You were like, eh. You're like, you don't care what happens next. Maybe, um, but honestly, like it's so repetitive. The storylines are so repetitive, especially with the Flash. Legends of Tomorrow, they're kooky as fuck. Great for them. You know who does it better? The Doom Patrol. Oh, those are oof. Uh-huh. So, do. in your in your opinion, you think Doom Patrol is better than Legends? I think Doom Patrol has more heart. I think I and I think that Legends is just is wacky and zany for the just to be wacky and zany whereas with doom patrol there's a rhyme and reason to the, the zaniness and the wackiness and the, the craziness and there it, there's all types of subtle hints about mental illness and mental health and there's all types of layered things within doom patrol okay. whereas um Legends is is as shallow as a two foot pond. There's also uh, the new Batwoman. I mean, I, it's still the same writers as the first season. It's she just Look, black. I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm I'm trying. She's just I'm gonna black, give it a baby. shot. Maybe, maybe, baby, maybe. Baby boy, baby boy. <laughs> she just a look, black look, woman. Look, I'm saying every 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 cycle, right? There's always at least one show where the season is randomly dope as hell. Every cycle, it's always one show. Baby boy. One cycle, it's it's Supergirl. One cycle, it's Flash. One cycle, it's Arrow. I'm just saying, maybe Batwoman's gonna be the show this cycle. Baby boy, I, let me just tell you, I don't give two shits about the CW verse no more. You wanna know why I don't care? Because what? they're doing a show about all three or four of the Black Canaries. I thought they canceled that. No, it's still happening. And they're doing a show about the weakest Superman ever. 
Ah, yeah, Superman and Lois. I don't know why you hate that. Superman. And he, ha- it's his son's gonna be in the movie. He's not even a single. He's not even a single. He's a dad. Such a hater, man. Oh, I hate Family Man, Superman. <laughs> he's so boring. Oh my god. Well, why, I guess he, why? Has, he not allowed I guess to have he a has family? more to lose when he's Family Man, Superman. I prefer Family Man, Superman than neck breaking Superman. Just saying. You know, no one cares about you because. You you like weird things. At least this Superman actually enjoys saving people. You know. Okay. If it if this nigga don't, why the fuck is he saving people? If it seems like he don't even give a shit about people, this nigga mad as hell for mean mugging the people he's saving. Listen, oh, thank he, you, Superman. He, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> don't thank all, me for shit. Oh, he he's devastated. Oh. Listen, if you nigga, if you, nigga, when I want that gloomy were, shit, I'm gonna go to Batman for that. I don't need Superman to be depressed. I. Listen, everybody can be depressed. Everybody can be a little angry. Ah. Not everybody can be as happy and as bright oh, and oh, shiny. Oh. But when as... the Flash was angsty, y'all was upset, right? Y'all didn't what? like when the Flash was angsty. You talking about on the CW show? Yeah, when the Flash was angsty. No one liked that shit. But, oh, you know, let's have Superman be angsty. That's because there's no, like, he's a speedster. Like, he's supposed oh, like, the fuck it literally man. is a part of his character. To be fast moving, to be this kind of a preppy, energetic guy. That's literally him. That's not necessarily a part of Superman's character. Yes, he's the one who who does what others won't. His nickname is the Big Blue Boy Scout. The fuck are you talking about? My nigga, do you realize when that that term was coined? In the fucking 60s and 70s. This is 2020. Ah. Things got to change, baby boy. Things gotta change. Hey. It ain't always gonna be 1970s big boy scout. That can't always be like that. It All just can't. I'm hearing our excuses. All I'm hearing is somebody who wants who is stuck in the past and refuses to. What's so wrong with the past? What's so wrong with the past? What's wrong with the Superman that actually enjoys saving people? Would you like to go back to instead of a Superman that cries all the yes, the golden age? Yes, it was called that for a reason. Yes, the golden age. Did you see Superman saving any black people in those comic books? Look. Oh, oh, oh! Hey, he was homie. He was homies with Steel, though, wasn't he? It was what? Steel. He was in the eighties. And Martian Manhunter's kind of black. No, he's a green man. I mean, he's always voiced, voiced by a black man, and he, he wasn't fre- voiced by he, a black man until two thousand two. He frequently, you know, shapeshifts into a black man. Purpose, you know, cause... that wasn't a thing until the two thousands, a you. It's Even still in the Justice League, the two thousand, the two thousands, the two thousands. The 2000s are what? The past. All right, then. They are, they are the past, the early 2000s. They, that's the past, but that was, that was still. Excuse me for not wanting a depressing-ass Superman. Uh, I'm not going to save the, pig, the kids in the bus. Uh, my, my dad's about to get sucked up by a twister. I'm not going to save him. Man. Fuck out of here. Oh, wow. Anyway... I'm hoping for for fucking Henry Cavill to be announced as coming back for Superman because he deserves I, a better I script. I, hopefully, with like a new director, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though J.J. Abrams is producing all these things for DC and HBO Max, I really think he's just producing them because he's trying to work on Superman. That's what I really think. Is that a good idea? I don't know. He's very hit or miss. J.J. Abrams, so to be determined, 
but he's definitely got better a better average than Zack Snyder. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. And now we are about to review the uh, well. Is it Netflix a original? Is it a hit? I don't know if it's a hit. It's definitely number one. It, it yeah, it was, that was number one. Uh, Project Power, starring Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox. Jordan Joseph Levitt. No, no, Joseph Gordon Levitt. What the hell did I say? Jordan Gordon Joseph Levitt. <laughs> Jordan, God damn it. Damn it. Jordan Joseph, Joseph Levitt. Jesus. And uh, Dominique uh, Fishback. Yes. Dominique and Fishback. Machine Gun Kelly. Power, power, speak a little louder. If there was a pill, I'm that money. I'm coming to power. They could give you five minutes. Spit it so they get it. I'm embedded with the power. A pure power. I'm embedded with the power. Would you take it? Listen to my voice. Am I lying? Welcome to Project Power. Our goal is simple. The next evolution of the human species. Here, take one of those before. It can make you strong. Make you invisible. You never know what your power is until you try it. You push that power, don't you? Yeah. On the streets, they're talking about superpowers, but they're not talking about how one hit could kill you. What's the you you could have kept that one. The whole movie could have kept that one out, Adu. What, what was the first thing I tweeted to you when I started watching the movie? Nigga, that I mean, tweet it. I mean, text it. Yeah. Niggas that machine gun Kelly. That was the first thing I texted to you when I started watching the movie. <laughs> Huh. So, Project Power is a uh, it's a superhero sort of sci-fi-ish movie about a world where you take a pill and you get superpowers for now, five minutes. Yeah, for five minutes. Now the superpowers and, and it's a it's a random power. No one knows what they'll get until they take it. Yes, it is random. However, it is randomly specific to the person who takes the pill. Like right. so, like if, you can. Like if it's your first time taking it, you won't know what you, what you'll get. Exactly. If you've taken it a few times, you'll get the same power. Exactly. And uh, this this pill was was it created by the U.S. government? It was created by the government. Yeah. Okay. By, yeah, it was uh, created Black by the U.S. Ops government. Science division. And uh, so you know they you know they do this thing where they're testing the pills in New Orleans. You know. They're testing I mean, it on the black community. Yeah, you know, something America knows a little something about. But Always. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, hey, actually, they, they actually tackled a storyline. Sim- this was a, this is very similar to Black Lightning, actually. You remember Greenlight? Greenlight, Markovia. I yeah, mean, yeah, actually, well, now that I think about it. Maybe not Markovia, but yeah, Greenlight, for sure. But this, I think, was done a little bit better. Really? Well, okay, we're, we're going to get into that when we get into the actual review. Um, so, yeah, uh, what's the girl's name again the actress no no the actress oh diamond dominique fishback dominique fishback plays robin who is a uh a kid she's a peddler who yes she sells the the super do the pills have a name they're just called the pill 
the pill, the superhero the pills. pills. She deals them. And uh, she also happens to deal to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who's a cop. And uh, he takes the pills so that he has uh, a way to fight against the bad guys who are also taking pills. And I was never sure if his power was... And you'll see, and it's not a spoiler because it's in like the first trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if his power is durability, like invincibility, or if he's super strong. Well, here's the thing. I think I forgot to mention, these powers are also based off of animals. So his power, I'm pretty sure like it was durability, like uh, an armadillo, right? It, w- it wasn't super strength. It was, it was definitely durability. I don't know if it's... If it's- all animals because machine yes, it gun was. Kelly. They said they said it was. Machine gun Kelly's? Yes. Okay. Now now here's here's the thing. Jamie Foxx? Yes, his too. His too. And he said what it was. And I'm I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into it after I'm done um, summarizing. Uh Jamie Foxx plays a uh, a, mil- he, a a Marine who's the major. trying to Yeah, the major. And he's trying to save his daughter from the US government who kidnapped her because he was one of the original people to take the pill. And then when he, he uh, his daughter was born, his daughter was born with powers because he took the pill. So they take her to experiment on her and see what she can do. And the whole movie is basically Jamie Foxx and Dominique Fishback teaming up to save uh, his daughter. Now, the Correct. actual movie. How'd you feel about it? Um, <clears throat> I, you know, it wasn't the best movie. But it was it was a nice little popcorn movie, you know. Is it, it gave me the feel of like this would clearly not be in the movie theater, I don't think. And if it were, it, it would have had a bigger budget and a longer runtime. But it gave me that kind of summer action vibe. I mean, yeah, some of the dialogue was a little bit cheesy, you know. And there were some things, some characters that some characters do, should I say, that I also felt worked very well and something mm-hmm. that didn't work very well um the movie the concept it's a it's a great concept like the movie yeah. itself like the plot great fucking concept the execution was somewhat mediocre it's not exactly an original concept either well like we no. said before yeah yeah uh they've even done something like that in uh daredevil not the TV show, the comic books with the uh, mutant growth hormones. You know, yeah. some similar. And like we said, Black Lightning. So, but you said that this did it better than Black Lightning did. Why do you feel that way? I just felt like there were uh, there were more stakes. I feel like it was. I feel like I saw more of the people in New Orleans than I do in Black Lightning. I feel like I see. Um, I see a lived-in world, and I see how it's how it's being tarnished and impoverished by the drugs that are being sold here, and I and I see just what people would do if they had certain powers or if they got the drug and could do certain things. So I understood it, and I I it definitely felt more like something the our, our actual government would do than what green light was green light, i uh well, I, green light pandemic or whatever i also love the way this film looks like you remember yes, that, like the, the building cin- like it, it was shot pretty cheaply but the cinematography is beautiful mm-hmm, a1 uh you remember the building that newt lived in 
Yeah. I loved all the graffiti on that joint. It really looked dope. Uh, I'm looking up the director of the movie right now. So, you know, whoever like, found that and location. Ariel, and Ariel Shulman. Yeah. You know, whoever, DP, that, 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 you know, that area looked great. I really love, you know what scene I love the best? Mm-hmm. The scene uh, with the, the girl with the ice powers that was in the tank. And the camera's like moving around the tank. While all the uh, the fighting and action is happening, you remember that scene? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I re- that was probably my favorite scene in the entire film. I just it looks great. I love the way it was shot. All that. Now, and then- how I felt about the movie, you know, like like you said before about oh well, how come MGK was on fire and the lady was on ice and shit? If it's supposed to be based off of animals, what I, this this is part of the reason why when I first finished the movie. I was going to say, eh, it's probably a three out of five. But then I thought about it. I might have to knock it down to a two. Now you're a two and a half. I might. I might. Look, because here's the thing. Yes, the movie makes it very clear. The powers are based off of animals. I really think they shouldn't have done that because that just overcomplicated it. The, the way they explain the fire and the ice is that there, there are animals that can, like, control their, like, inner temperature. So, like, the pills just take that to the extreme. So, like, a person can control their internal temperature to the point where they're on fire and also the reverse to the point that they're on ice, that they're, like, they have ice powers. That, that's how they explained it. I, you know. Oh, spoiler alert, because, you know, we're obviously going to spoil the whole movie. What you stated earlier about Jamie Foxx's power, which, by the way, what exactly was his power? I, I think fucking moving sound waves. I, it was confusing. It, 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 like he would shoot waves and they would like disintegrate things. Yeah, right? I didn't. I don't. I don't know. I couldn't. I. I don't know. So you remember his, his power, and he. You remember that little monologue he had when he was trying to scare that henchman, right? That whole monologue about the pistol shrimp. Yeah. That's what his power is based off the pistol shrimp. Oh my god. But the thing is, in real life, the pistol shrimp, it's it's more like a a localized concussive like almost like a punch or blast. You know, the pill just took it to the most extreme. It's not it's not the best explanation, but you know. It it is what it is. Uh problem number two. Why was Robin in this movie? I feel the better question is why is Frank Shaver in this movie? Frank Shaver? Shaver. The Joseph Gordon Levitt. I feel like he was the oh, least right. memorable of the characters. Like he He was he, least memorable, but he served a purpose at least. Barely. Robin sir Robin served a purpose. She helped Jamie Foxx get to the head guys. She was She didn't need uh, she but the thing is, like, she could have done that and then went home. I don't understand why Robin was in this movie. In fact, until I looked it up, because there was a teenage main character, which, oh, s- s- sidebar, do you know that Dominic Fishback is damn near, is 29 years old? She young as hell! Dominic Fishback is 29 years old. She looks young as hell! Which means when they filmed this, she was probably, like, 27. 26, 27. My God. No, I can't be right. For real? Look it up. Look it up. She's 29? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Playing a high schooler? My yeah. goodness. 
You know what's crazy? <laughs> the um the actress the um the the larger black woman the thicker yeah, you know girl, damn well that's not no teenager. And Chica, that was the one who wrote her raps. That was Chica. Uh, my my boy uh my boy Alan actually just got me hip to Chica, because of the uh, the double XL freshman joint. I I need to check her out. He said he's actually she's actually good. And I, you know what? That's another positive about the movie. The music in the movie is good. Yeah. Um, hurt. Robin's freestyles, however. She freestyles. How how do you, how do you feel about her bars? I I felt like she she was her, uncomfortable her, performing them. Her. The cow says moo. The sky is blue. What you gonna do when I come for you? Ambidextrous. Oh my god! You remember when Jimmy Fox was like, "Ooh," <laughs> she said some shit. She's like, "Ooh, that's hot." Antibiotic. Antibiotic. I might need an antipsychotic. I'm going crazy. Nola made me in this flow. I got it. I've been about it, even if my mental space is crowded. I keep it in because a guilty dog gon' bark the loudest. My mom's a proudest, and I know that we can make it out if we made it through a flood. I bet we gon' get through the drought. And I may be little, but in these waters, you won't catch me drowning. One day I swim in all them dollar bills, I'm gonna be counting. Smoke that. Right. You're good. Damn good. That's your power. I like that. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking that, that, That's your power. Freestyling. That's your power right there. <laughs> Come on, man. That's, you know, that's, that's kind of a problem with, like, freestyling in movies. Is that 99% of the time, like, when a character in a movie is supposed to be a dope rapper or a dope freestyler, they're actually trash. Like in like in the movie, they're good, but in like when you're watching it, the person watching it is like, "Nah, that's trash." <laughs> that was tall. That was that was terrible. The actual soundtrack was dope, though. But yeah, like I said, why is Robin in this movie? There's no reason for Robin in this mo- to be in this movie. She doesn't really contribute to the movie. After she gives him the information on how to find the people, there's really no reason for her to be in the movie. She doesn't do anything. At all. Not really. Not not something that could have been done by someone else. Not something that could have been that couldn't have been done by Joseph Gordon Levitt anyway. Yeah, but the thing about it is again, she is a plot device to get to the man's daughter. Joseph Gordon Levitt did not have any connection. So her only purpose is to be a plot device? Correct. That's a lot of That's not a good thing. That's a negative. That's a negative. That's the, I didn't say it was good. I'm just saying these are the facts. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, man. MGK. MGK. Well, I don't know how he got in this movie. I, I don't know what he was doing. By the way, so MGK was her cousin? Is he, like, adopted? or? Don't know how. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. Maybe he was a adopt. Maybe that's a play cousin. I don't. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like maybe he came in at the end or something because they talked about they were talking about it like that was blood or something. She was like, "Go check on your cousin. Let's see how we do it." Maybe he came in at the end after they had already shot most of their dialogue. Oh, mm. well, you know what? Maybe that might have been it. I don't because they never even shared a scene together. Actually, now that I think about it. Right. 
Uh, I liked the fight scene between uh, MGK and Jamie Fox. Yeah, like it was kind. Of, at one point, it was kind of a one shot. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll you know I love me a good one shot. That that really That's I thought that was really good. God damn it! <laughs> no, I thought that was dope. You know, there's there's some good things, some bad things about this movie. To me, this movie overall, like you said, it's a popcorn flick. It's something you just kind of put on in the background. I wouldn't say um, in the background. I wouldn't say oh, that. Oh, you, you didn't say that. I'm saying that. Uh, I think the way they handled the Major's PTSD was kind of goofy as hell. Like, this man is having a whole ass, like, traumatic flashback while he's, like, driving with Robin in the car. Like, he's calling Robin. Uh, do you even remember what her, his daughter's name was? Hell no. Major's daughter, you know, uh, calling her her name. It's I don't know the Tracy way that was handled. Tracy? No, who was it? Wasn't it Tracy or something? I'm, you asking the wrong one. The way that was handled was just goofy as hell to me. I, it was like, all right, everyone in here did a good acting job. I have no yeah. complaints about the performances. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how'd you like that little scene with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Robin's mama when he was pretending to be her man? Uh, I didn't care for it. <laughs> you didn't care for it? How come? Not particularly. Oh, uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, I thought he played it off well. Mm. Did you did you buy uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, accent? There was an accent. Yeah, you didn't hear it. Hell no. It's a New, New Orleans accent. I didn't hear no accent. Damn. Especially in that scene. That's when it came out. That was a Nolan's accent? Shit. That's what he was going for, at least. I don't know what that was, but no. That was not. No. That was an accent. No, thank you. No. No. Um. Yeah, man. I didn't even know about this movie for real, for real, until you texted me about it. And then I looked it up and then I saw it was trending on Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, this is our wheelhouse. Yeah, I'll check this out. So I don't know. I don't, was there even a lot too much promotion for it? Really? Um, there were a few videos floating around about it and such. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was mostly online promotion because it, it wasn't really on TV. Mm. Would, would you say this is uh, better or worse than Bright? Oh, definitely better than Bright. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I, there's a better chance of me watching Bright again than watching that. Because it's like, with, with this movie, it's kind of, eh. But with Bright, you're kind of, like, intrigued by how, like, bad it is. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. Because there's nothing about Project Power that really grabs me to it. You know, there's no, like, for me, there's no oomph, you know? There's nothing in me. Like, I gotta be honest, I'm probably never gonna watch this again. I might watch Bright again, but I'm yeah. probably never gonna watch this again, you know? So we're on opposite sides of the spectrum on this one. I would watch this again, but I definitely wouldn't watch Bright again. I feel like this, I feel like the superhero-type sci-fi element fits better with this, like, the grittiness mm. with, like, the the gritty kind of goofiness with the the sci-fi type superhero genre it fits better here than the kind of middle earth magic mixed with grit that bright was 
trying to do. And I don't, I think this, this had better execution than Bright in terms of that. Okay. Do you have uh, any other negatives about the movie? Any other negatives? I feel like Courtney B. Vance was underused. Very old, underused. Holy shit. he always is. He was in what, like two scenes and he barely had any lines. Courtney B. Vance, uh, you know, I'm surprised. Uh, my man's either in two scenes or he's dead within like the first 30 minutes. This is literally every movie he's in. Mm. Um, other than that, um, no, I think the effects were, were pretty decent for the Agreed. budget and the movie. I think Gordon Levitt definitely was probably the weakest link for me. And that's and there was there was no clear um I guess the doctor maybe, but I thought there was no real clear um antagonist. You know what? The villains fucking sucked. The villains yeah. were so bad, bro. They were so uncoordinated. That's another negative. There's basically, I mean, there's there's no memorable villain. They're like the, the, the I guess the woman whose name I can't remember. I guess she was technically the main villain, but there's really no memorable villains to speak of. Maybe like fake Wolverine slash Baraka. Maybe mm. that nigga. But not because he did anything memorable. It's just because he had shit poking out of him, you know. And another thing, you remember, um, dude with the beard in the uh, in the club when he took the pill, and he turned into this like big Hulk thing. The fuck animal is that? Listen, I don't even focus on the animal part. I'm just focusing on the chemicals, bro. The chemicals and the drugs. Yes, there's animal DNA included, but I'm not a. I know that all the powers don't come from just animal DNA. It, but the movie said they did. It can't be, bro. It the movie, can't I'm be. Just bro, I'm just telling you what the movie said. That's what the movie said. I got to look at the movie again, although I don't want to at this time. But I got to look at that again to, to get better context. Also, I found myself getting um, distracted very easily while watching this movie. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I wouldn't, I don't get distracted while I'm watching uh, Bright. It don't distract me. I mean, I, I don't get distracted while watching Bright. This, I, like I said, you'd probably put it on in the background. It's like, it's almost like one of those movies that just come on on Saturdays on TNT. You know, oh, this seems kind of interesting. Let me watch this for like a couple hours, you know. Hold up now. Yeah, well, yeah. Wow. But you're, what's your, well, so you give it a two, you say? Yeah, basically. Uh, for me, it's a two out of five. I give it a two and a half to a three out of five. Is it more of a two and a half or is it more of a three? Because it sounded like you want to give it more of a three. Uh, more of a two and a half, like a 2.75. So, I mean, you know, if you're into. I don't even know if I can recommend it for real, for real, because I, I, I didn't think it was very good. But, you know, hey, if you're into superheroes and sci-fi, you might like it, you know. We didn't particularly care for Well, Justin did a little bit. I didn't particularly care for it that much. But, you know, it's, it's, it's got its, uh, it's got its positives, you know. 
check out the soundtrack. Listen to Chica. You know, I've heard that she's really good. So, that's the end of the show. Where can I find you, bro? Find me on uh, Instagram at one handsome geek, spelled how it sounds, all one word. Follow me on Twitter at jbat97. Follow me on PSN at mystery997. How about you? You can follow your boy at a do underscore man. That is one A, two Ds, one O underscore M A N on both Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at uh what's the next thing psn at admin that is one a two d's m-a-n-t follow the show words from words spelled how it sounds anywhere you can listen to podcasts apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud etc uh follow Google us on us. twitch yes follow us on twitch streams from blurs spelled how it sounds as well leave a comment rate subscribe all that good stuff share share everywhere tweet it Share five stars fit. give us some comments all that good stuff and if you want to give us one star give us one star we'll, uh, we'll don't don't do that, that don't no, no 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 don't tell the people to give it don't tell we'll them work to give our us way one up star. fuck that shit give us five stars what are you doing we'll oh. work our way to get your five star we'll earn it nah fuck that just give it to us you know that. <laughs> give us five stars all right man that's the show and we are out peace Okay. Keaton is confirmed. What? Keaton is confirmed. As Batman? Yup. Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, well, clearly they're doing. uh, uh, Who the fuck fuck interviewed Andy Muschietti? I feel like he's giving up so much shit before Fandom. What the fuck? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. now, Now we're out for real. Peace.